With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Coach Rick Sagisi and Think Outside the Diamond. I want to thank you for joining us today. We are uh, excited to have this show. We were able to um, contact a coach, uh, Coach Clay Cox, and he is the uh, Paris Junior College baseball coach. We are lucky enough and privileged to have uh, be able to have him uh, call in today into our show and provide us some insight on what coaches are looking for in players, some of the intangibles that might go unnoticed when you are getting recruited by a college or high school or a professional scout, whatever it might be, you know, there's intangibles that they look for, things that you uh, might not know that they're looking for. And I wanted to bring Coach Cox on the show to be able to provide you guys some of that information and some of that insight. So a little bit about uh, Clay Cox. Coach Clay Cox is a, he's the current coach at Paris Junior College, and that's out of uh, Paris, Texas. And he uh, he came to Paris from the University of West Alabama, where in 2015 he helped lead the Tigers to a 42 and 11 record, and that was good enough to earn them a ranking of seventh in the country. As he did that, he actually set the school record in winning percentage of 792. Pretty, pretty impressive. He is known for really having great defensive teams. He's really focusing on pitching and defense. And in 2015, the Tigers set a school record for fielding percentage of a 967. Some of you guys that don't realize what that means, but that's outstanding. Um, and that was actually good enough that year to rank 10th nationally, not not in the school history or not in their conference, but nationally. So that's awesome. So he knows what it takes. Um, as you can see, uh, he's had success on the field. He's had success development of his teams, putting good teams together. But what he, he, he's looking for is proper chemistry, and that starts with getting the proper players there. So that's what he's going to talk about today, what he looks for. Um, he's going to discuss and share what he looks for in players, for his specific program, and this is generalized because it's a lot of coaches, and they can all agree to this, they all are looking for similar things. Some might want more of a pitcher, one more defense, whatever their needs might be, but a lot of times the, the coaches are all looking for the similar things. So what he's going to tell you today, I want you to really grasp and really absorb because this is not for just him, but it just probably pertains to a lot of coaches, a lot of people that come watch the games, what they're looking for in players. Okay, and a lot of times the things that you don't know they're looking for, these are the game changers. This is what can get you to the next level. So um, the intangibles, we call them. So make sure you listen to what he has to say and make sure you, uh, you know, you just absorb this because this is an opportunity that I was very fortunate to be able to uh, to get Coach Clay Cox on here. I know he had uh, weightlifting this morning uh, for his team and um he was able to to find time to uh to get on the show 
and, and, and give us some time, a little of his time before uh, practice uh, started in the afternoon. But again, um, very, very pleased to, to be able to have and introduce uh, Coach Clay Cox. He should be calling in here any, any moment now. But, um, you know, guys, when you are when you're talking about playing in a game, a lot of times coaches, and I, I know a lot of players personally, that actually got recruited while they were practicing, during a team practice. So don't take practice lightly in the, in the form of that you might not get recruited. I know a specific player, a, a friend of mine, that actually got um, recruited by Stetson University, and he actually got recruited by them during a team practice. It was a, pretty amazing, pretty amazing. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not just practicing that makes it work. It's also you could be getting recruited during that time. So make sure you uh, you take your practices seriously. All right. Looks like we're going to be uh, getting our caller in here. Hey, is this Coach Clay Cox? This is him. How's it going? Good, good. How are you guys doing? Uh, good. Just got off the field, got done throwing some BP, wrapped up practice early this morning. I'll get the guys the afternoon off and uh, – See if we can't get into the playoffs this weekend. That's awesome. T- tell me a little bit of how's, how's the season going for you guys so far? Uh, going going fairly well for us. Uh, we're sitting in third right now in our conference. Uh, you know, the um, <clears throat> top four teams get into the regional tournament. We're playing with, you know, 20, 21 freshmen on the roster this year, so we're young, but we're battling, got a scrappy bunch. And so a win this weekend will put us into the regional tournament, and two wins will keep us the three seed. And so – We'll match up with uh, Region 14 South and Grand Prairie at Quick Trip Park next weekend. Oh wow, that's great! That's great. So you guys are, are young, but you you seem to be uh, really pulling the team together and, and having some good success so far. So so that's far, great. yeah, you know this this bunch is is getting after it. So we like what we've got. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I wanted to uh, thank you, for, and, and we have the privilege to have you on the show today. I wanted to you know, kind of, you know, I introduced you uh, prior to your phone call in. And so the audience kind of get gets an idea of who, who you, who's speaking and, um, and where you're from and, and your, some of your past successes. But I wanted to um, kind of really focus on the topic of, you know, when you are looking for players and looking at players, you know, to bring into your program, you know, there's so many talented players out there, but sometimes not always the talented players are the ones that you want. So, you know, I wanted to see what did you, what do you look for and what is some of the things that you, um, you know, re- kind of like required to, from a player before you can actually pursue and, and you know, go forward and, uh, you know, try to bring them to your program. You know, I think you hit the nail on the head when you, when you say that, you know, not necessarily the talented guy is always the best guy. Uh, for your team, uh, you know, when we when we go out recruiting, uh, my assistant coach, my recruiting coordinator, and I, uh, we have what we call quote our type of guy, and I don't necessarily know that that's a tangible uh, talent. You know, it's a tangible aspect that you can just place your hand on. But there's so many things that go into it, uh, more so than just the the talent level. You know, we've got a lot of guys on this team right now uh, that we picked up in June and July last year that either didn't have any offers or maybe only had one other offer. We kind of did a little bit of cleaning house uh, at the end of last year just because we had some we had some talent, no doubt, but we had guys that didn't necessarily have the competitive nature deep down inside of them uh, that we want. You know, we kind of recruit more of a, a blue-collar, 
uh, dirtbag type guy. You know, he may not be the biggest guy. He may not be the, the strongest guy. But he's a guy that just plays with it at a different level. You know, there's a different gear when he's on the field. And so, you know, we look for that when we go out. Um, a lot of times, you know, you, you there's so many recruiting tools out there now and so many websites and, you know, that, that rank players and, and put numbers on players and do these things. But, you know, if a guy runs a 6'6", that's great. If a guy hits 15 jacks, that's great. But what does he have inside of him that burns? You know, is he just is he just more talented than the, the level that he's playing at? Or does he actually have a little bit more of a burning desire inside of him? Um, you know, and so we, we look for a lot of things. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that we definitely place a high – a high priority on is, is academics. Um, you know, we've been an academic All-American team the last four years. Uh, we had a 3-3 team GPA in the fall. Uh, we do have a class attendance policy that we took from Tim Corbin at Vanderbilt. Uh, you know, so are you taking care of business off the field as well? You know, are you taking care of business in the classroom? Because a guy that's that's doing those things and does all of those things that adds up together uh, is the kind of guy that we, we want in our program. That's that's awesome. And that's, that's exactly what I wanted to, to – the, the audience to hear today is that it's way more than just what you do, you know, on the field and your talent level. It goes beyond that. It goes on to, to your, your, your desire, your commitment and your, your, uh, you know, your school uh, as well. And what about like, you know, like a lot of times kids, you know, they, they put so much emphasis on this, on, like you said, you know, perfect game, this and that, and this ranking, right. that ranking, but you were mentioning, I mean, you guys don't use that too much, right? I mean, you kind of go more on what, what you see uh, than rather than, than a ranking from a, a third party. Absolutely. You know, I mean, we're obviously, when I get a, name, a, a guy's name, I mean, I'm going to check him out. I'm going to do my research on him. And we're going to look at those numbers that they put up at those kind of camps and that sort of thing. But as far as, is he a top five player? Is he a top ten player? Those things don't matter to us. You know, the little things matter. So if we go to the yard to watch a guy, um, say he's playing on a, you know, a Tuesday night and we get to go catch him during the year, um, one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to show up an hour and a half early to, to, to the field. You know, whether whether he knows I'm going to be there or not, I want to see how he carries himself uh, before the game. You know, is he is he just sitting out there with, you know, his hat on, crooked, and tossing a ball in front of the dugout, goofing off, or is he locked in and ready to go? Is he taking is he taking in and out to the best of his ability, or is he kind of Cadillacing? You know, is he doing everything that he can at a different gear? Uh, you know, I don't want a guy that that just shows up and he's he's Joe Cool, I guess you would say. You know, I don't need that guy in my program. I want a guy that's got a different gear. He's he's preparing himself for a game in the right way. Um, you know, for instance, I don't, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a game, especially even if, the, you know, the young man knows I'm coming to watch him and maybe he goes over four uh, with, with three rollovers and a, and a, you know, and a fly out. But did I, you know, if he doesn't give me at least one hard 90, I can't get it. I can't get it home the first time. I can't tell you how many times I went to see a guy and he doesn't have the day he wants to play and Cadillac's out of the box and I don't get a home the first. Well, I'm probably going to scratch that guy off my list. I mean, he didn't give me a hard 90 even when he knew I was there. And so, you know, what, what does that yeah. say about that guy? You know, every time you don't know who's going to be in the stands or what it's going to take. I mean, even with those three, those three ground outs that day, did you give me a hard 90 out of the box every time? Did you put some pressure on the defense and maybe cause him to force a bad throw? because you gave everything you had on that, on that 90. So, you know, little things like that are things that we, we take into serious account when we go see a ball player. That's awesome. That's awesome because, you know, I was mentioning it before that the show started too, is exactly what you were saying. It's like, you know, you can get recruited a lot of times in practice, not just in games. It's really, Absolutely. you know, a lot, of, a lot of times, like you said, it's, 
it's like these players don't realize when they go to practice, you know, first off, they should be focused and doing things that they need to work on and, and, and fixing, you know, any mistakes and getting better at what they're good at and strengths and weaknesses, but they are, they could be getting recruited. And, and I think that's a big thing that most players don't realize is that practices are a time that, you know, you don't know who's watching. So give you 100% and see how you handle yourself and all that. That's really, really good. Good insight. What about the family? Like, do you ever do you guys go into like making sure you know you you know they they coming from a you know a, a good family that's gonna you know we know that's so important you know you need you need to have a, a uh, you know a support system you know off the field and does that sometimes have any uh, contributing factors in when you recruit players at all? Definitely. Um, you know, we we want guys that that come from a good family, a, a good strong home that that have a support system because you know, especially in our level in junior college baseball, it's a grind. You know, you're going to play. Now these kids are coming out of high school playing roughly 30 games in the spring. Well, you're going to play that many games just in the fall at junior college. You know, and a lot of these guys are coming from you know five, six, seven hours away. We've got guys coming internationally. We've got guys coming from out of state. So do you have somebody to call when you're having that rough day or when you're a little homesick that's going to be able to you know to ground you a little? bit um, and one of the big things for us and this is something that I really look at is when we bring a uh, recruit on campus for his visit and his family's with him you know uh, it's it's something that I think this goes a long way and I, and I hope the listeners that, that hear this today understand this is when I sit down with you and your family who's doing the talking you know are you able to speak for yourself I can't tell you how many times that you know we've got a we, we've got guys in here and I'll ask a question to the player and before he can get a word out, you know, mom or dad saying something, or, you know, I ask him a question and he, he looks to mom or dad for an answer. You know, are you able to, to speak for yourself? You know, and I think that goes a long way in saying how you've been raised and, you know, have they prepared you for this situation? Uh, you know, we want a guy that's able to, to communicate with us because if you can't communicate with me on that visit, how are you going to communicate with me when you get here? And so, you know, that's a, that's a huge thing for us. You know, and at the end of the day, we we want to we want to build better young men in our program. And I know everybody says that, but you know, we're going to have, yeah. as Andy Lopez says, at the end of the day, I'm going to have a lot more husbands and fathers out in the community than I am major league baseball players. And so, you know, we want to be able to build upon what has been instilled in them for 18 years before they get to us, and just continue to build that relationship and build that young man, and hopefully get that support from the backside at home as well. That's great. That's great. And that's, and that's so important. I think that's another thing that, you know, like you said, speaking for themselves, that's, uh, I see that a lot as well. It's like, you know, these, these kids just have to look for, you know, approval and, you know, you're right. I mean, if you, if they can't speak for themselves and they can't stand, you know, ask get approval from a parent at that level at that time in their life, I think that's a, that's a, you know, a sign that they, uh, you know, maybe someone that you, you might want to pass over or, you know, or something like that. It's definitely a red flag. Yes, exactly, exactly. So that's that's actually great. What about like showcase videos? Do you guys like when you when you know a player says, "Well, I'm out of I'm out of state or I'm out of I'm far away. I can't get to a showcase camp, and maybe you, you guys don't get to see him at a, a perfect game." Do you do you guys take a lot of value into like having a showcase video sent to them, and or is it more just through YouTube, or is it or is video completely? You know, you really don't put much value into 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 those type of things. No, video's huge to us. Um, you know, so in today's day and age with everybody having a smartphone, I mean, you can make a video at home. You know, you can go to the local field and, and make a recruiting video. And I will tell you that we may be different than some other places, but a lot of coaches I know are like this as well, that if we get a video that comes across our email, mine or my assistant coach's desk, we're going to watch it. 
Now, I can usually tell you within mm-hmm. about 30 seconds if I want to keep watching the video, um, but, but yeah. we are going to watch it. And I'll tell you, we've got multiple guys on this team that – uh, my initial my initial uh, viewing of them was on video. You know, they sent us an email, sent us a bio, and I saw the video. I liked mm-hmm. the actions, and then we brought him in for a workout. Uh, I've got a young man from Spokane, Washington. He uh, he played the last couple summers here in uh, in Texas with the Phenom out of Dallas. And uh, you know, it was late summer, and he sent us an email. Uh, got some video from him. I talked to some guys. We brought him in on a workout, and he's starting every day in center field for us. Same with my third baseman and closer. Uh, you know, he was a late sign, but uh, you know, he sent us the video. And I said, man, I really like his actions. And so I think that goes a long way. You know, for me, I tell guys when we do our recruiting seminars here and we host a showcase, you know, a tryout, a workout, I tell them don't be scared to send it to any coach. Uh, the worst thing that's going to happen is, is they delete it. But, you know, best case scenario, hey, somebody sees it and likes it. So if there's a school that you're interested in, then, I mean, send it. What's, what's the harm in sending it? You know, it's just like, I mean, somebody tells you no, they tell you no, and you move on. But if you get that opportunity and somebody does like it and says, hey, you know what, I'm interested in this guy, then we can move forward in the progress. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I, I try to instill that to players because I think it also shows that they're taking initiative and they actually are, you know, are taking an effort to do this. And that shows like maybe a, you know, a good side of a commitment, you know. So uh, that's great that you guys do that. I, I, was, I wasn't sure, you know, you know, what the times have changed, but I, I thought for sure that uh, videos are still, still pretty important. Uh, and, and, and to kind really of expand good. on that just a little bit, I don't mean to cut you off, but, you know, on no. top of that, I, I like it when we get a personal email, you know, when you, when you're going through the recruiting services and I get a blanket email with the letterhead and it, you know, and it's just a blanket email I, that doesn't, that doesn't say a whole lot to me about, you know, your effort to look into our program. When you send an email and, Hey, I saw that, you know, you won this many games or so-and-so went to this school. You had this many go to four years. These guys got drafted. It shows that you've actually done your research on us. And so to me, that tells me that hey, you are taking a little more time and you really are vested in this and you, you have a, a true interest in our program. Uh, when I get a blanket email or a mass email from, you know, one of the scouting services, that, that doesn't go near as, as far for me as a personal email, you know, and I will tell you that one of the mistakes that guys make and this, you know, just kind of reaching out there to recruits and, and parents is that if you are sending, you know, you're using a blanket uh, bio or format in your email, that's fine. But make sure you change you change the names on there. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten emails and it says, you know, Tyler Junior College or Sanjack Junior College, and you know, it's sent to Paris Junior College. And so, you know, you pay attention to detail because that right there tells me that you're kind of just rushing through. And so, you know, the attention to detail goes a long way. Oh, definitely. Well, that's another great point because that's another thing that I, I totally wouldn't have thought about. But you're right; these people just uh, it doesn't make a good impression. And first impressions, as we know, is is, uh, is vital. That's that's really good. This is great information that you're providing us um, in our audience. Social media. I wanted to just touch on that real quick. You know, a lot of times, you know, absolutely, you know, we see that guys just throwing crap out there. You know, and they just they, they don't really think before they um, they actually shoot it, shoot something out there. Um, do you guys actually actively uh, monitor those type of things? A hundred percent. It's funny that you mentioned that because I just had an instance yesterday with a guy that we've signed for next year, uh, you know, and um, no, nothing huge, but made a post. And I just, I, you know, I saw it. I, I texted him. I said, hey, man, you know, this is the kind of stuff that we can't have. Of course, it was taken down right away. Uh, he was very apologetic. But, you know, we had the long conversation and because he hasn't been with me yet, because we haven't had that talk. Um, you know, maybe they don't have what they necessarily need as far as the knowledge of that. But I will tell you that, 
you know, we get our guys to campus in the fall, a week before school starts, and they move into the dorm that Monday. And Monday night, we have our first team meeting. And, and one of the biggest issues we address that night is social media. Um, they all have to follow me. We follow them back. Uh, we don't allow any of our players to have their um, their accounts set on private. Because, you know, as you're here, you're being recruited by four-year schools. Well, if your account's set on private – then you're telling them there's something you're trying to hide or you don't want them to see. And so we don't allow that at all. I mean, I've had some guys that have gone back and completely deleted their old Twitter accounts and started a new one, um, you know, but we want to make sure that you're portraying the right image. I mean, I do – I'll tell you this. The first thing I do is say I get an email – uh, from a guy, we're talking about these recruiting videos. I do like him. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to log on to Twitter and I'm going to type in his name and I'm going to see what he's posting. And a lot of a lot of guys think that people just say that, you know, that, that it's just a cliche and they don't really know. I've, I've scratched a lot of guys off my list because of what they've got on their social media. You know, if you're degrading the women or you're using profane language, uh, you're posting, you know, drugs or alcohol or smoking, any of that stuff, we're, we're not going to be interested in you. And so that's something that you really have to monitor. You know, like we tell our guys, if you have to think about it before you post it, don't even post it. Um, you know, and Snapchat's becoming one of the big ones too. You know, I mean, you put it on your story, it's out there yeah. for everybody that's on your list. All it takes is one screenshot. And like we tell our guys, you know, I mean, there's instances, I mean, guys have had tweets up for two minutes. Well, I got a screenshot of it. Once it's out there, it's out there. Just because you delete it, it doesn't go away. Somebody got it. And so, you know, if you've yeah. got to think about it, if there's any doubt in your mind, don't post it. That's right. That's right. You know, I think that's so, so important because these kids get, get wrapped up in the moment and, you know, they don't think before they, they do that. And I think that's another thing they don't realize is once it's sent, you're right, it's out there. Even if they delete it, it's going to be uh, seen by somebody. So uh, that's, that's huge. That's huge. Um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Well, you know, that was, you know, you gave us some great insight and that's, I think that's going to be great for our audience to, to get some insight from a coach's standpoint and what, you know, if they're looking to play at another level, um, like and play at a called collegiate level or higher, you know, what these kids, what you guys look for. And I think that's so important. I think it can't be uh, said much better than the person that's actually, you know, doing that. So, um, that was awesome. So uh, yeah, we, I appreciate you, uh, you coming on the show today and we're going to be uh, sharing this with, uh, all our, all our subscribers and, and you're going to be uh, part of that subscriber. So you can, I want you to definitely uh, share this to, to to anybody that you feel that can help and and get this uh, message out there because I think the more people we can get them to understand, you know, how the process and how important it is and practices and what they're doing, you know, off the field and on the field, it, it's going to help, you know, our game and help get more quality players uh, in these programs. And in turn, I think it's going to help, you know, everybody. Absolutely. And I appreciate you having me on, you know, and if anybody's got any questions, I mean, feel free to email, you know, I, I'm available. I, I like to answer questions. And even if it's not about our school, you know, one of the things that we like is, you know, maybe we can't use a guy or we don't have that need, but we're definitely going to pass a name on, you know, coaches do that all the time. You know, Hey, he's a right-handed pitcher. I don't need a right-handed pitcher, but you know, I know 10 guys that do. And so, you know, don't, don't be afraid to reach out, you know, and just doing things the right way on and off the field. Um, you know, anything we can do to help, you know, I really appreciate you having us on. And uh, if there's anything in the future, please just let me know. Oh, no, definitely. I will. I, I appreciate you uh, get, get coming on the show and sharing some of your insight and knowledge. It was, uh, it's priceless. And I think, uh, you know, I hope everybody out there appreciates because I, you know, we know our, our time is valuable and I, we appreciate you uh, giving us, us some of that time and, we wish you guys the best of luck here and coming up in the uh, in the in the regionals, hopefully in the postseason, and 
I hope, we hope you guys go pretty far and, and go deep. Thank you. If you uh, appreciate you having me on again, and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Coach Cox. Uh-huh. Bye. So there you have it, guys. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I, I don't know how to say it, but uh, I think you heard it right from the horse's mouth. Coach Cox, uh, he laid it on the line. He told you exactly what uh, what he looks for. And, you know, like it or don't like it, that's how it is out there, and that's how it's going to be. And like I said earlier, this is not just Coach Cox. This is actually um, 99% of the coaches do, do the same thing. Um, so, again, guys, make sure you listen to what the, he said. If you don't apply what he said, no matter how good you are, you're not going to be able to – Excel, I should say, at the next level. So you make sure you have to understand you can't, you have to adjust to the game. This is what the game wants. This is what the coaches want. This is what they're looking for. You have to adjust to them or you're probably not going to be playing for long. So talent takes you so far. And then a lot of times these intangibles that are really very important are the game changers. Guys, Look forward to talking to you guys, seeing you guys in the lab. Make sure you guys get here. This will be exclusive to lab people only, not available in the public. So please get in there. You can get this as cheap as $9.99, and you can hear all these things. We have scouts. We have other coaches that we've interviewed, um, not just Coach Cox, but we've had some scouts as well, and we'll have more coming. So please pass the word. See you in the lab. Good luck. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.